Dobry den! Welcome back to Anxiety. What is happening to me? Today we're going to talk about listening and anxiety. Getting anxiety while you're listening to a close friend, a spouse or partner, and a child. Having anxiety when you're talking to your friend can make you feel really self-conscious. If you're having anxiety, your friend is talking, you're having a hard time listening to them, all of a sudden you're like self-conscious, like you can feel your lip quivering or an, your eye tick. All of a sudden you're like being self-conscious about what you look like and your toes and your feet and then you're thinking about something that's happening yesterday, you're thinking about tomorrow, you're thinking about the future. You have a really hard time focusing on your friend because you're thinking about yourself, you're inside and that anxiety is causing you to do that and you're having a hard time focusing on your friend and really, really listening to them. Noticing that you're feeling anxiety when you're listening to your friends is really important. Just noticing that, hey, I feel anxiety when my friend is talking and not allowing that anxiety to cause us to interrupt our friend. Our friend is trying to speak what they need to say and if we truly wanna be there for somebody, if we truly wanna be there for our friend, just listening to them is the most important thing, not interrupting them, for them to feel like they really got everything that they needed off their chest. When we interrupt somebody, they sometimes lose their train of thought, they lose what they wanted to say, Sometimes the conversation even goes into a different direction and then when they're done talking to you, they're not going to feel like they have a connection with you. They're not going to feel like you were there for them. They're going to leave that conversation feeling empty instead of full and instead of feeling good. They're going to feel like they need to call somebody else and talk to somebody else. They're not going to fully feel like they were done talking and fully immersed in what they were trying to tell you. How about if you're talking to your friend in a social setting and that day you decided that I'm just not going to drink any alcohol today and you're feeling this anxiety, this feeling, and so you see that there's alcohol at the area where you're socially hanging out and all of a sudden you're like, well, I know I didn't want to drink today. I know I told myself I'm not going to drink any alcohol today, but I'm just feeling all of these feelings and so I'm just going to go get a drink and then it's going to be better and I'm going to be able to listen to them because I'm going to relax. Well now you're going against all your values and morals. You're going against what you decided for yourself. You're going against your decision that you're not going to drink that day just because of feeling. You're allowing your feelings to control your actions. You're allowing your feelings to control your actions. Okay, so we could feel happy and are we going to allow those happy feelings to control the way we talk to our friend? Are we going to allow sadness to control our feelings the way we talk to our friend? Are we going to allow anger to control us the way we talk to our friend? Anxiety causes us to feel all kinds of different feelings and if we give in to the feeling of anxiety and allow that to control how we act out and how we listen to our friend, that is allowing the anxiety to control us. The opposite way is to realize that, hey, I'm feeling anxiety right now. 
I am feeling anxiety right now, but I'm going to put that aside because my friend is talking to me and I need to listen to them. And realizing to yourself that yes, I am feeling anxiety. Yes, this is a feeling and it's okay. It's okay for my lip to quiver. It's okay for my eye to tick. It's okay for me to feel like I'm not the correct person right now for them to listen to them. But you are. They started talking to you. They're expressing themselves to you. You are the right person to listen to them. And just giving yourself that space and saying, hey, I am feeling anxiety right now, like in your head. And asking God in that moment, God, please help me with this anxiety. Please help me tamp down this anxiety so I can really be here for my friend and I can really listen to them because my anxiety is not allowing me to calm down enough to be able to really listen to them and my anxiety is making me go want to have a drink of alcohol even though I told myself I'm not gonna do it allowing your anxiety to control that urge to go drink even though that goes against your values and your morals when your friend is talking sometimes you're afraid that you're going to forget what you want to say while they're talking because you had this idea or something popped up into your head or something that aligns with the, what they're saying and you're like oh my gosh if I don't interrupt them right now I'm gonna forget what I'm going to say and so you interrupt them you allow your anxiety to interrupt them in reality whatever that you wanted to say in that moment probably just got sparked from their conversation from what they're saying and so in reality you didn't walk into this conversation thinking, hey, I want to talk about this with my friend today. I need to hash this out with my friend. No, usually when you're interrupting somebody, it's spur of the moment. It's usually something that popped into your head, a memory that popped into your head. Don't allow that anxiety, that fear of, oh my gosh, I'm going to forget what I wanted to say. And so I need to interrupt my friend because I need to say that. You're there for your friend in that moment. You're there listening to your friend. And so tamp down that anxiety. Don't allow that anxiety to make you interrupt your friend. Because in the moment, whatever that thought is, if it was super important to you, you will remember it by the end of the conversation. And if you don't remember it, guess what? It was not important. It was not something that actually really meant a lot to you and really needed to be hashed out and discussed in that moment. It was just something that just popped in spur of the moment you want to build that trust with your friend you want to have your friend have trust in you that you will be there for her and that you will listen to her or you will be there for them him and listen to him and if you're constantly interrupting your friend you're not going to build that trust it's always going to be about you 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 and not about them 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 when they're trying to speak even if you forget that thought that you were thinking Allow yourself to forget it. Really just listen to what the person is saying. Forget everything. Forget all of the things that they might spark your memory with or you want to like time in with. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry that that stuff wasn't said because the most important thing in that moment is that you were a good listener to your friend. Okay, what if you're the person that talks a lot? What if you're the person that's always talking? Don't think of that as a bad thing. Don't think that, oh my gosh, I was at my friend's house and all I did was talk and I didn't even listen to my friend. That's not true. Sometimes, some people, they just don't want to talk. They're completely happy with somebody just taking over the conversation and talking the whole time. 
there's nothing wrong with it. They will leave and they will go home and they will go home happy. They will be happy. They'll be like, oh my gosh, I had the most amazing time. My friend was so awesome. She was so hilarious. I loved listening to her life. And a lot of times, especially if we talk about things that we're struggling with and things that we went through, they will come home feeling like, wow, my life is amazing compared to hers. And they're going to go home feeling good in their in their life because they got something from that. Talking a lot is not a bad thing. Talking and interrupting is the bad thing. So like you're talking and you finish your conversation and all of a sudden your friend starts talking and because you're so enthusiastic about what you're saying, they start talking but then you interrupt them and you go on onto your conversation and you don't allow them to finish what they wanted to say. That's where you're gonna go home feeling like, okay, I was a crappy friend because I didn't hear out what my friend said because after you were done with your conversation, you look back at your friend and you're like, oh yeah, so what did you wanna say about that? And they're like, um, it's okay or I don't remember, it's fine, don't worry about it. In reality, if you're a talker and you talk a lot, this is really hard for you like not to chime in but learning a new skill and learning not to chime in and allowing people to just speak what they need to say after you're done talking a lot and then allowing yourself to continue talking and then you have that connection with your friend back and forth. Even though you're the talker, you talk a lot in your relationship. Having anxiety talking to your spouse or partner. Oh my gosh. Wow, wow, wow. If you have a hard time listening to your spouse, this is the one for you. It is so important for you to learn to listen to your spouse. We have a connection with our spouse that you don't have with anybody else. You have a connection with your partner that you don't have with anybody else. Whatever the person is doing, feeling, going through, it really is a connection because you're one, right? Everything that you do, everything everything that they do is a compromise, is a one, and you're all trying to reach the same goal. And so when you're listening to your spouse talking about something, all of a sudden you feel so much anxiety and you want to interrupt them or you want to say, no, 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 that's not what I want. And you freak out, your brain freaks out. We have this expectation in our life. We have this vision and we have morals and we have values. And then our spouse or our partner has expectations, have, has his own morals and their own values and everything that they want and dream in their life. And so when you put two people together and all of a sudden they're having a conversation about their own separate dreams, right? Because we all separately dream our own dreams, but then as a spouse we hopefully come together and build a dream together but when we're talking about our dream or our values or what we want in life or what we're feeling or how we're feeling a lot of times it doesn't align with the same thing that our spouse is feeling or our partner is feeling and this expectation causes us to feel so much anxiety when we're listening to them what if your spouse starts talking about some kind of plan that they have? Oh my gosh, this would be so exciting if we did this and this and this, if we made this look like this and this and this, and if we did this with our kids, and if we have this kind of home or we bought all of these items, 
and they start talking about everything that they want or the dreams that they're having or maybe something that they're building and a project they're doing and how they want to grow the project. Maybe they want to become their own business owner when they've been an employee their whole life. Wow, these are some huge changes, right? In your head, you have this plan of the simple life. This is exactly what you want. And then your spouse or partner goes into all of this detail. Your brain freaks out. You feel so much anxiety in that moment and you want to interrupt them because you feel like this is going to be set in stone. That's it. This is exactly what they're going to do. And that's what your brain feels like. This chemical reaction of anxiety with what they're telling you. This is completely normal. It's completely normal for you to feel all of that anxiety. Does that mean you should interrupt your spouse? No, do not allow all of that anxiety in your mind to interrupt your spouse. Why? Because they're not going to tell you everything that they wanted to say. They're going to maybe stop in mid-sentence and they're not going to want to keep moving forward. They don't, they're going to be like, well, I don't trust my spouse. They don't want to really hear me. They don't want to really listen to me, to what I want to say, to what I feel, to what my dreams are, right? In reality, your spouse is not going to just, in the moment, right now, this exact second, do everything that they're saying. A lot of times, our partners or spouses just want to feel heard. They just want to feel their desires and their dreams heard. It doesn't actually mean that they're going to go out and go do it. And in some instances, some spouses do go out and they just go do it. But they're not, it's not going to happen that second. There is no reason that in that second, you can't hear them out. There is no reason that in that second, you can't stay silent and really listen to what they're trying to say. Because in the end, what is most important? The most important thing is the connection you have with your spouse and your partner. And when you interrupt them, you're losing that connection. You're not allowing that connection to build. You're not allowing that trust to build. Yes, there are spouses that whatever they talk about, they do put it into reality. But in reality, it doesn't happen in that second. So even if they're the type of spouse that just goes and does whatever they actually say they're going to do, even though it goes against your own dreams, it doesn't mean that you should interrupt them in that moment. Because in truth, if they're that type of person, even if you interrupt them, they're going to go do it anyway. And guess what? They're going to do it without talking to you. So now, Instead of you hearing about it and then them doing it and you are able to prepare yourself for the change, they won't even talk to you about it, do it, and you won't even know about the change because you never took the time to really listen to them. Another thing that happens when we're talking to our spouse and listening to them is that we have this fear that we're not going to get heard. So your spouse might be rattling along about their plans or their feelings or about what they want to do and you're having so much anxiety listening to them but you're like oh my gosh I'm just going to listen to them but you have this fear you're afraid that you're actually not going to get heard and so you focus your mind onto yourself and not allow yourself to hear what they're actually saying. You almost self-sabotage your hearing and close it off even though you're looking at them and you're responding to them but you're not actually hearing what they're saying and then later they ask you like hey 
so I talked to you about this, but in reality, you never actually really heard them because you're like, I don't want to hear this. So I'm just going to like close my ears and I'm just not going to hear it. When you do this, you really lose the trust of your spouse because your spouse is going to feel like, okay, well, I didn't really, I wasn't really heard. So same thing with you. Like sometimes we have this fear that we're not going to get heard while we're listening. But in reality, if you actually listen to your spouse while they're talking all the way till the end, they will be more likely to listen back to you. And so don't worry, you will get heard. You just give it a second. And anxiety makes it feel like things last forever. (laughs) Really? They don't last forever. Don't worry. The person will eventually stop talking and you're going to be able to put your two cents in and say what you wanted to say. Don't let the anxiety and the fear cause you to interrupt your spouse. How about your spouse is talking to you about something that you did? They're talking to you about something you did and they're talking about their feelings and they're saying, because you did this and this and this, I feel like this and this and this. Does that mean you need to interrupt them in that moment and say like, no, 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 no. that's not actually what I was doing. That's not how I actually wanted to make you feel. That's not blah, 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 blah. And and then you interrupt them. How is that going to make your spouse feel? They were interrupted while they were trying to explain their feelings. You interrupted them. You didn't allow them to finish their conversation or you walked away from them because you're like, this is something that I don't even want to listen to. So I'm just going to walk away. This person is on repeat. I don't want to listen to them. And in reality, when that person is talking about their feelings and they're not trying to hurt you, they're not trying to do anything. They are just feeling hurt themselves. They're feeling hurt themselves. And so you're their best friend. You're their spouse. You're their partner. And because you're their spouse and your partner, they want to walk up to you and talk about their feelings. So you don't actually have to do anything. You really don't. You just need to listen. You don't need to fix the problem. You don't need to fix what they're talking about. Nothing. You just need to listen. And after you listen, after you're done listening and really hearing them, ask yourself, what would Jesus do to fix this problem? How do I need to be a better person so that my spouse or partner does not feel this way anymore? And that's it. That's all you need to do. You don't need to tell them, well, I'm going to fix it and I'm going to do this and this and this. Ask God to help change you, to become a better person. That's how change happens. This is a good one. Your spouse talks about the same thing over and over and over again. The same hurt, the same pain. And you're sick of listening to it. You don't want to hear it anymore. You're like, stop. No, I already heard the story a gazillion times. Well, guess what? Think about God. He listens to our cries every single day over and over and over again and our cries are always the same sometimes they change but for the most part they're always the same and God listens he's the best listener in the world and he's listening to you complain about the same thing over and over again so if your spouse is talking about the same thing again still listen to them be an active listener and after you're done actively listening to them Ask God how he can change you to be a better person 
so that your spouse or partner does not feel this way. Oh, what if you hate the idea that your spouse or partner is talking about? They're, they have this idea that they want to do and you absolutely hate it. You're like, oh no, this is the end of the world. I cannot handle this. Do you interrupt them? Your anxiety is going to make you feel like you need to interrupt them in, the, in that moment. Again, be there for them. Listen to them. You are their best friend, their spouse. You are there to listen to them. Don't allow the fact that you hate their idea to stop you from really hearing them out. Let's talk about listening to a child. Listening to the child sometimes could be the hardest thing in the world because most children don't actually say anything. Most children will sit there. They want to tell you something. They'll say, hey, mom, 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 I want to tell you something something that's super important to them, especially if it's something that's very, very important to them, they will all of a sudden clam up and you have to listen to silence. Yes, silence. Are you still listening? Yes, you are. Even if that silence is five to 10 minutes, it's the hardest thing to do. You feel so much anxiety in those moments. Can you imagine like, well, Yes, if you have children, yes, you can imagine that you start imagining everything, everything bad that you have done in your life. And you're like, oh my goodness, what do they need to tell me? And you freak out and you just want to throttle them and shake them and tell them, tell me right now, what is it? Because you have so much anxiety and so many things in your head that you're thinking like, oh my gosh, I did this and this as a child. This is probably what they did. This is probably what's happening. And now they're going to tell me and it's the end of the world. In reality, you want to build a trust with your child. It is a slow trust building process. But if you actually build that trust, eventually your child will come to you and they will speak faster and they'll tell you faster because they'll going to be like, oh yeah, there's this trust with my parents. They're going to love me no matter what. And building this trust with your child from a really young age is so important because when the real bad things start happening, they're going to be able to come to you, ask for your advice, and you're going to be able to help them. Without this built trust, without actually listening to silence, you're not going to build that trust. They're always going to think, well, my parents, they just don't really listen. So what is active listening? Active listening is reiterating what the person is saying. So if your child is silent, you can help them out by actively listening. So even though they're silent, you could say, hey, is this something that was bad? Do you want to talk about something that's good? Do you want to talk about something you want? Do you want to talk about something that happened? Did it happen today? Did it happen yesterday? And you could add a few of these questions, but then be silent also and just wait. Wait and listen. Eventually, if it's like 10 minutes and they're still not saying anything, give them options, especially if they can write. Ask them, hey, would you want to write it down instead? Are you having a hard time saying it? Would you rather write it down instead? And a lot of times children will be like, yes, yes, please, can I write it down? Truthfully, if it's a young child, it's really going to be nothing crazy, nothing in your head that you're like freaking out about. It's actually going to be like something so simple like, hey, mom, I really want to buy this toy. And you're like, oh, really? Oh, my gosh, it took you 10 minutes to ask me this. <laughs> it's like, ah! I thought about all of these crazy things while I was sitting here listening to you. Then you really want to throttle them, right? No, just kidding. Anyway, 
it could be just something just so simple like that but it doesn't matter that the thing that matters the most is you were there for your child you listen to them don't think about the food that needs to get cooked you don't think about the things that you need to get done really think about like god gave me children right god blessed you with children which means you were the person for them you were there to listen to them you were there to raise them to be their parent god blessed you to be their parent so the most important thing at that moment is listening to your child just like how god is our father and the most important thing to him is to listen to us and to do everything that he needs for us so that we could be happy just like we need to emulate god and do the same for our children and really listen to them and not care about all the outside influences causing us to like stop listening to them and not be there for them. I want to finish off this episode from the Psalter, Psalm 69. Bože, pomoz moju vanmi, Gospodi, pomoz mi potšise, da posedjaci posramjaci i šušiju dušu moju. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me, O Lord, make haste to help me. Let them be put to shame and confusion who seek my life. Да возвратятся спят и постыдятся мыслящие ми злая. Да возвратятся обе стыдящиеся глаголющие ми. Блахуша, блахуша. Let them be turned back and brought to desire. Let them be turned back and brought to dishonor who desire my hurt. Let them be appalled because of their shame who say аха, аха. Да возрадуются и возвеселятся о тебе все ищущие тебе Божие и глаголят вину. May all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say evermore, God is great. Да возвеличится Господь, любящий спасение Твое. Аж же нищ есем и убог, и Боже помази мне. But I am poor and needy, hasten to me, O God. But I am poor and needy, hasten to me, O God. Аж же нищ есем и убог, Боже помази мне. You are my help and deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. Помощник мой и избавитель мой, если ты Господи, не закосне. You are my help and deliverer, O Lord, do not delay. Помощник мой и избавитель мой, если ты Господи, не закосне. I am reading this psalm because I love this. King David needed help right now, and so he was saying, Don't delay. You're my help and deliverer, O Lord, do not delay. Same thing for you. If you're having anxiety while you're, while you're listening to somebody, ask God for help. Ask him, God, hasten to me. Do not delay. I'm poor and needy. I need you right now. I need to be a good listener to my spouse, to my friend, to my child, and really ask God for help. And he's there for you. No matter what, he's going to help you. He's going to help you calm down. He's going to help that tick go away. He's going to help that quiver in your lip go away. Just ask him for help and he will be there for you. If you're struggling really with really bad anxiety, you're praying and you're doing everything you possibly can to help your anxiety and you're asking God for help and you're still feeling a lot of anxiety, what's really really helped me is Cell Defender. I'm going to have it down in my link notes if you want to take a look at it. If you think that this is going to help somebody, Please post it on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you want to share this podcast. Text it to a friend, anybody that you think this could help. I really, truly started this podcast.
podcast on anxiety to help our community deal with anxiety and to become closer to God. So don't be shy to share it. I love all of you guys and I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Thank you.